Adam was creeping up on his 50th birthday, and he was thinking about that next chapter in his life. And he wanted to remain strong, fit, and healthy into this second part of his life. He'd been running on and off for about 10 years, but he'd really struggled to be consistent with his training. So when work, busyness, and stress gets more intense, his training really takes a backseat. Now, in the short term, this wasn't such a big deal for Adam. However, looking back over the last few years, he realized that his training had been really more off than on, and he'd really struggled to integrate regular strength training. He was frustrated because he knew what to do to stay fit and strong. He just couldn't seem to get himself to do it. He was worried about what this might mean for his future. He'd seen his dad's physical health decline as he aged, and he couldn't help but wonder what the next 40 years might look like for him. And I can definitely relate to this. Seeing my parents struggle with their health as they've aged is a huge driving force behind what I do. As a physio in the clinic, I was so frustrated with my limited ability to actually help people. Sure, I'd help people get rid of the pain that brought them into the clinic, but what about all the reasons the pain showed up in the first place? Bad training, bad recovery, no strength work, poor nutrition, not to mention a very poor understanding of pain and adaptation on the whole. I always saw injuries as a great opportunity to intervene and really help people improve their physical and mental health. Unfortunately, the physical therapy model of a few sessions of mostly manual therapy, usually once every week or two, isn't set up to make these kinds of long-term changes. Now, the coaching model is far better suited for these kind of long-term changes. So you see this in running coaching and personal training, where things are set up to make lifestyle-based, habit-based, long-term changes to really impact people's long-term physical health. And that's what I've really leaned into in the last year is trying to integrate these two things. So taking the best from the personal training and the coaching world and merging it with the physical therapy world where we know how to handle injuries and how to rehabilitate them. This problem Adam was having with on and off with his training and being consistent, this is not unique to Adam. The fact is, life in the developed world just doesn't lend itself to good physical health. For centuries, we had to work so hard to get enough food to survive. Now, most of us don't need to do any physical work at all to survive. I know recently my wife and I have been watching this reality show called Alone, which you guys might have seen. It's new to me. But they essentially drop people into the wilderness in the middle of nowhere all on their own and they have to hunt and scavenge and, and forage and find what they need to survive. And it is so illuminating to see how much time they, they, they spend the whole show, the whole time. All they do is obsess over food, talking about it, hunting it, fishing, catching, foraging. All of their time is spent on just acquiring food. And that's kind of what we evolved into. And that's the, the body that we have that is um, well adapted to. And our modern lifestyle doesn't look anything like that. You know, I spend most of my days at a desk and I'm, I'm a, a coach at a physio who's trying to help people with their physical health. And most of the time I've sat down. And to add to this, our jobs are often mentally exhausting. We often finish our day completely drained mentally. This was certainly the case for Adam and a big part of why he found consistent training so elusive. When we discussed all of this on his free call at the start of this year, Adam already knew what he needed. A training plan that was designed for him that takes into account both his physical abilities and the constraints of his life and someone to hold him accountable to it. 
he needed someone to take the planning off his plate and just make sure he did the work. So that's exactly what we did. We settled on a plan that included three running workouts that Adam could do before work and three strength workouts that Adam could do from home each week. Adam had one day off a week to just take a break or to do some yoga. He was allowed to move the workouts around within the week, but not from one week to another. This allowed him some flexibility without compromising the goals of the plan. And we kept in constant contact with Adam to hold him accountable to that plan and make adjustments when his work got busy or stressful. And this is something I've noticed a lot with a lot of our athletes is that they can be consistent with their training for a short period of time. I call this micro consistency, right? You're consistent with your training for a few weeks or a few months, usually building up to a race or trying to come back from an injury and you're working with a coach or a physio. However, when it comes to the long term, year on year, month on month, that macro consistency that really moves the needle on your performance and really builds that resilience so you stop getting injured all the time. People really struggle with that as opposed to the micro consistency, which just requires you to focus on your training for a short period of time. And if you think you're struggling with this, I would encourage you to look back over the last couple of years and have you been macro consistent? If your race times are not improving, if you're struggling with recurring injuries, if you're not enjoying your training, you feel like you're just going through the motions, perhaps it's that you have micro consistency, but you don't have that macro consistency. And it might be injuries or it might be family or other like work things coming up. I call these wrecking balls. And you might think, well, I know what to do. I know how to do the training. I know how to design the running programs. I know how to design the strength programs. All I have to do is stick to it. But the question is, are you sticking to it? You know, if you look back over the last two or three years, like Adam said, are you running more often on? Are you being consistent year round? Do you have periods to your year where you focus on strength, where you focus on base building, where you focus on VO2 max development? Or is it all just kind of going through the motions and sometimes doing a bit less, sometimes doing a bit more, depending on what comes up? This is the trouble that Adam was having, and this is what we've helped work on with him. Now, six months later, he's barely missed a workout. He's stronger. He's faster. He's noticed everyday tasks like fit, picking up those 50-pound salt bags are easier. And in his words, if someone invites me for a hike in the Adirondacks, I'm ready to go. When we first met, Adam was struggling to be consistent with his training. He was worried about his future physical health and he was frustrated that he just couldn't seem to do the stuff he needed to do. Now he's consistent in his running. He's developing macro consistency for the long term with those sustainable habits. He's relaxed about his physical health. He's even thinking of running a half marathon next year and he aspires to be in the best shape of his life when he hits 50. And I'm betting that you'll get there, Adam. If you look back at your training over the last few years and you feel like you are micro consistent, you're consistent and moving the needle for a few weeks or a few months, but then things get in the way and you fall off and you would like some help with that to get that macro consistency that'll allow you to move the needle on your performance long-term and to build the resilience and strength that you need in order to do the kind of training that will do that without getting injured, we can help. Just click the link in the description Book a free call with us and we'll have a chat.